3: It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. With Mike, Kevin, and Earl, Concealed Carry, Gun Safety, The Law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. Tweet, message, email, snap, or mind mail with them right now. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast, and around the world. Now, here's Mike. Hey, to Arms Room Radio
4: coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Location, bravo. We promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. My name is Mike. I uh, do not do the show by myself, as you know. Um, we try to have all of our three primaries here and our, uh, uh, our one fourth area. <laughs> <laughs>
5: well, three uh, on location. Three on
4: location, yeah. Uh, it, but it seems like a, you know, it's been a weird summer, you know, normally with the, you'd think with the COVID and uh, with the quarantine we've all been paying you know, attention to and uh, been obeying <laughs> rather well that uh, we'd all be here all the time, but um, um, one, of our, one of ours is, uh, is, on the, is on the road again. And uh, if you're paying attention to whose laugh you just heard, you know who it is. So uh, on my right, the right-hand man, the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone, please welcome back, his name is Earl. Dr.
1: corporate. Michael approve memos, Michael lead a workshop, Michael remember
4: birthdays. Oh, good to be back. Good to be back. Uh, great to be here. Thank you for being here, as always. Um, how, are, uh, how are things doing
5: in the world of rural this week? Doing well. I'm actually working on building new habits and routines. You. You had a procedure.
4: and yes, uh, I did. You're, you're still identifying as the same gender. Let's be clear on that. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. A,
5: oh, yeah. Uh, but you had a, a life-improving uh, procedure. Yes. I went and got LASIK laser surgery on my eyes. And unfortunately, at my age, I'm, I'm not going to get rid of glasses completely. Right. I've just now swapped over to where I need some readers. And I, I realize now, even more so, I had developed a habit when I needed to read, I would just angle my head a particular way yes, yes. and look under my glasses. Mm-hmm. Now I've got to get in the habit of putting the readers on and looking through them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah, it's it's the
4: um, the Santa Claus style glasses. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's the tip of the nose kind of look. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I sometimes do that with my shooting glasses. You know, <laughs> that I've been known to wear on occasion. So. Uh, yeah, you just you hit a certain number, and uh, oh yeah, yeah, you know, it's, it's going to be with you. Uh, what is it? It's not a matter of if you're going to wear reading glasses; it's a matter of when. Oh yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and even those, with, what, what they call them, Chuck Yeager eyes. You know, they, even Chuck wears glasses to read these days.
5: Oh yeah, and, and that, I, that's what they told me too. And you know, that as long as you can, you know, because I explained this, my situation and I said, okay, if we do this, you're not going to be able to take them off and read with, you're going to have to be putting glasses on. I'm like, okay, that's, you know, probably, you know, 95% of my life or, you know, during my day, mm-hmm. I don't need to read up close. So yeah. I, and plus it's been something I've been wanting to do for over 20 years. I know plenty have done it. Major Bill's done it.
4: Mm-hmm. Um, the, and that's just like you said there, um, 95% of the time you're not reading. Now, if you're an english teacher you know, oh, you know, yeah. it might be something you you yeah. you know what i can i i don't mind not seeing far distance away because i'm reading all day long mm-hmm. 90% of the day but you know now you don't have to put them on to drive the truck you don't have to wipe them you don't have to worry about them getting sweaty when you're unloading things oh, you, yeah. it's just oh, yeah. now it's just you know maybe when you got to you know sign the clipboard you, you, you yeah, got to hold you gotta on a second me yeah.
5: pull this something out of my pocket yeah
4: yeah that's 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 it it's it's and it's good i know they uh, uh I, I know I've watched people do the uh, the glasses dance for months afterwards. You know, like when they wake up, they reach up for their glasses, and <laughs> ten minutes later, they realize, well, I don't I don't need them. <laughs> Why well,
6: can't find them because I don't need them anymore. Yeah, you
4: know, I threw that pair away. They're not doing me any good. Yeah. So, all good there. All good there. Well, that's good, and it's recent, so you're still in the healing process. Oh yes, yes. So they. Right now, you're not supposed to bear down when you're in the bathroom either. I don't think that's, <laughs> you don't know, want that extra pressure. You don't know, want that. You're know, you to just maintain a nice even keel. Oh yeah, so. oh yeah. Uh, normally, on the left would be the courtroom assassin, the illegal ninja, maximum effort attorney Kevin Maxwell. He's, uh, he's on the road this weekend. Now he's he's actually helping uh, helping. Wow, very good friend of mine. Move. Yeah. Um, a guy that uh, went to Afghanistan with me, and uh, him and his family—they've uh, just, uh, well, he's just graduated college and mm-hmm. uh, got a job offer uh, uh, upstate, I guess, as they would say. Yeah. yeah. Up- now, listen, Florida, well, Florida is one of them states. When you say upstate, it's like a seven-eight hour drive. You know? Oh yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's not near.
5: You know, it's, yeah, it's, he's up in the Panhandle. Now.
4: Yeah, it's not like when you when you're, listen, folks, you know, you're listening in Dover, and Delaware. When you say upstate there, it's fifteen minutes, you know, twenty minutes. This is. You know, you could drive from Miami to Pensacola, and that's an 8, 10-hour drive, you know, so yeah. he's, a, he's well he's. there. I know, I've done it.
5: Yeah, oh, yeah.
4: Yeah, we have. Yeah, and that was half the trip. Um, that's when we went out to get the, that load of cores.
5: <laughs> <laughs> that's what gets me is, you know, do, doing, you know, 8, 9-hour eight, driving in the first four and a half is Florida. Yep. Then you go through Georgia and Tennessee, and, you know, they just start, you know, you just start clicking off the state. Yep. Yep. Like, wait a minute, most of this was one state. Exactly right.
4: Exactly. So, Kevin is uh, Kevin's out helping that good friend of ours. So, we'll have him back next week. That's the plan mm-hmm. for now. You know how he is. You know, he gets that phone call. We'll see how it works out. Um, let's see. We had some travel. I had some travel this past weekend. You guys, yeah, uh, you, yeah, You guys heard the show. Went up to uh, Detroit, and I'll give you the details of what happened in Detroit during our next segment. I will say that airlines were involved. Uh, and i, oh, I, enough, I can, That I, fun. I got enough time to to you know, fill you in this segment. Um, a TSA did not disappoint. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> as, as up they, to the
5: usual shenanigans. Uh-huh,
4: as they as they always do. Um, you know when we check in and say we have firearms, and their response is, <sighs> <yeah. laughs> "That's why you're there an hour early." <laughs> oh, great. That's why you're there an hour early. Um, you know, at uh, the airport we fly out of, they're like they're like, "Open it up." Okay, put these tags in there. ma'am. Um, I mean, only, only one tag because we have two guns. Okay, open it back up. Put this tag in there. Okay. Did you want to see the guns, ma'am? No. Are they, are they, do they have the bullet things in them? No. That's separate. Okay. The bullet things. So we get there. <laughs> get to Detroit. And, uh, uh, you know, there's three of us there. We met, uh, we met uh, Craig Galuz. Okay. Uh, and, and I went up with Mr. Kevin Sona from uh, Florida Carry. Okay. And... Uh, Craig and I are telling him, no, no, the, gun, the guns are going to come out right here on the regular carousel. Kim was like, no, they're supposed to come out on. He's like, trust me, dude, we've been at this airport before.
6: You're going to come out right here.
4: Sure enough, they come out. They just spin around, and he's like, oh my god. I'm like, they come out with the regular yeah, luggage. Yeah, yeah. And now if you've got a, you got a baby carriage or something, that's going to, you know, oh, they're, yeah, they're, that's, that's going somewhere else. They're going to take care of that. But, uh, and same thing coming back, coming back through Detroit. You know, and just um, that. That was. Do you have guns? Yes. Okay. All right. What do we do now? <laughs> <You don't know. laughs> and in Orlando, you go to the counter and they're like, well, wh- which, where should it be coming out? Well, it can come out any of three places. It just depends on who's throwing bags on backside. They have no procedure where to deliver the firearms. Oh, and by the way, in Orlando, nobody checks your bag. Uh, if you just go to the terminal or the carousel and pull bags off, nobody's checking, uh, you know, right. uh, you know right. claim tickets kind of thing. So it's a free for all. Uh, hey folks, listen—that's the uh, the first segment of the show. Stick around; we got more program coming back for you after the break. You're listening to Arms Room Radio.
10: That's 425-454-7012.
3: You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the ideal concealed cell phone pistol studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how arms room radio is on the air live coast to coast and around the world now here's mike the following segment of arms
1: room radio is brought to you by boundary oak distillery do you like bourbon do you like america then you'll like boundary oak distillery go to boundary oak
3: distillery.com to learn more
4: Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Timothy to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. It's uh, it's great to be back. We had some travel last week. Listen, I know if you listen to the program last week, and uh, thank you for listening to the program every week that you do. We put together the uh, uh, Kevin Earl and I. You know, we gave you the intros and the outro, the you know the first and last uh, uh, you know, segments of the of each hour. And then while I was in Detroit, we grabbed uh, some of the other instructors and some of the players and did some uh, did some interviews. So I think it worked out rather well. Uh, you know, looking at the Numbers and statistics for viewer, viewership viewership. I guess listenership. Last week, yeah. Uh, you know, listen, thanks for sticking in there. It was. Uh, I'm glad it worked well, and I'm glad everybody enjoyed it. So, um, well, well we, go, yes. Remember, yes. we're
5: still in the middle of a pandemic. Most people don't have anything else. That's
4: true. They're 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 locked to their chair, and they got to listen to the radio. Yeah.
5: <laughs> so they
4: they do have that. They do have that. Uh, we have that going for us. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, the uh, the event we went to. What event I went to? That it was in uh, Detroit. I'm sorry. Detroit. I got Detroit. yelled at. Every time I said Detroit, I got yelled at. Um, <laughs> so You,
5: you yeah. heard it a lot, Yeah, huh? Yeah, I did. I did,
4: because I've, I've said it like that my entire life. It's one of those cities I've never you know been to except the one time when we went to SHOT Show, we got routed through Detroit. Yeah, and um, we
5: had some great deep-dish Chicago-style pizza while we were waiting. I gave them hell about that while <laughs> I was there. I said,
6: how can the best
4: food in your town be named after another city?
6: <laughs> and if you're,
4: if, you're, if you're questioning, folks... The, uh, the number one food dish evidently in Detroit is Detroit-style Chicago deep dish pizza. And I'm like, I was like, what is that? It's like asking New York, what's your best food? Oh, our best food is uh, Little Italy-style Philadelphia cheesesteaks. No, no, <laughs> it's got to be your own. Uh-huh. It's got to be named at your own food. if You can't do that. So, uh, It uh, was a good time. Listen, here's, here's what it was. This is the, the ninth year. That Rick's been doing this. It's Rick Ector, E C T O R. Uh, you've had Rick. You've heard Rick on the program here before. Rick is uh, uh, he's a firearms extraordinaire uh, out, of, out of Detroit, um, and he has a program called Legally Armed in Detroit, or the anacronym of Laid. Yes, yes. So uh, what, what what you have was.
6: <laughs> uh,
4: us, uh, I was with Craig Deleuze, we were doing, uh, you know, uh, Coffee with Craig, we were doing right. uh, Tales from the Gunshine State, we were doing uh, local radio up there, just a bunch of stuff, and it was. Uh, we're here with Rick Ector, who's trying to get 1,500 women laid this weekend. Nice. <laughs> Legally armed in Detroit. It's the name of the organization. Shirts, <laughs> you know, there's hats. It's not just, it wasn't something even some acronym we just made up on the weekend.
5: Now that we have your attention. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. What? 1,500 women laid? What? <laughs>
4: I think last time they got, uh, I forget if it was 750 or 1,000. I think it was 1,000 they got last, last year. Uh, and they normally do this around Mother's Day, but because of the COVID thing, right. Rick pushed it back, pushed it back, pushed it back. Now, it's a two-day event. It's at two separate ranges, indoor ranges. Okay. Um, and, and, and I know what you're saying. Listen, wow, 2,000 women. It, how does that work out? Well, here, here's, here's how it works out. Um, Rick did the whole, you know, uh, um, you know online reservation thing. You know, so they could, you only had a maximum number of people there per hour. Uh, now, there were a couple of women that showed up you know they were with somebody else who had registered, so Rick didn't turn them away uh, but let's say it was a hundred an hour. What we had was depending on the range we were at it was one range was twenty lanes, the other range we had twenty five lanes okay um, we had a group of fifty to sixty instructors volunteers, and these were all instructors, whether they were certified by by NRA, by the state, um, by uh, USCCA, uh, whoever it happened to be, they were recognized instructors, certificated instructors. That if you had to do your state's concealed weapons permit, right, these people could sign off on it. It wasn't just somebody that said, "I'm an airsoft instructor" or something yeah, like that. You know, okay. it was somebody that was a real instructor. There were RSOs there, range safety officers. So, if you had 25 lanes open, you had 25 instructors on the lanes. You had one per. Nice, students. nice. And then you had an RSO, range safety officer, per about every four lanes, every five lanes. Um, wow, that's that's a, that's yeah. excellent as well. Yeah. So I mean, it was hands on, availability, eyes on with safety was 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 incredible. This wasn't, you know, when you hear about teaching ratio, it's a one to five. This was a this was a one to one, if not a a one to one point five, you know, okay. because because we had people behind us uh, helping out. So. They, the, the, the women would line up, they did their pre-registration online. Um, they got to the the range, they had to fill out some more, you know, the regular range liability paperwork, right, you know, right. and, um, and in Michigan also you have to certify this and you're allowed to be around firearms, you're not a felon, that kind of thing. Then, then they sit through a 20 to 30 minute safety briefing class, taught by one of the other instructors. Uh, in fact, it was Rick's right hand uh, lady, um, uh, Tanisha, she, um, incredible class, and here's what I loved about the class, Earl. Listen, i bring in 1500 trying to get 1500 women out to come go through this training. They gave this 20 to 30 minute class, zero politics at all. Not even, I mean, you know, here's the second amendment. It, it wasn't even there. It was we're going to teach you how to hold a firearm responsibly and shoot one responsibly so you have that experience in your life. That was it. It, it, yeah, it was nice. go, it was go through it. Nice. There was no it was apolitical completely. Now, it's it's like have you ever been to Disney World uh, uh, anywhere? I know most folks, uh, you know, we're here in Florida, you know, or, or Disneyland out in California. Um, di- there's a law in Florida that says if you go on an amusement park ride, that you must exit through a gift shop. It's actually a, it's, a, <laughs> it's, it's in the law.
5: That well, uh, that's the way it's built. Yeah.
4: So, the way Rick organized this was you went through your briefing, um, then you went through another 10 or 15 minute station, which was how to put your eyes and ears on. Uh, then you went through a little holding until the ranges started to clear up. Uh, then you shot. I went to the shooting a, a little bit separately. Um, and then once you left, there was you know, a couple tables set up. Hey, listen, we're, we're the ammunition manufacturer that supplied ammunition. Uh, Gun Owners of America was there to hand out free hats. Not if you sign up, you get a free hat. Just here's a free hat. Oh, if you want info, there it is. Thanks for coming out. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and there was one or two organizations like that that were there if you wanted to. It was not one of those, you must sit through you know, the, uh, our presentation to get the free condo weekend. It was nothing like that at yeah, all. Uh, so uh, it, was, it was really good. Now, when they, when they came onto the range, the women came onto the range, you know, there were instructors already standing there at each line, uh, put up a target, and it was probably at about 10 feet, three yards or 10 feet, so it was instant positive feedback for them. And right. here's, here's what I gave, because the timeline that you were trying to hit was seven minutes per person. We're not here to make marksmen. We're here. Right. To, we're here. So when they leave, they can say, "I shot a gun today." Yeah. And we want to make sure they do it safely. I gave. Hey, the quick, you know, the, the extra safety brief. You and I are going to double check each other's work. We're both going to go home with the same amount of holes we came here with. Okay. Got it. You check my work. I check your work. Okay. Got it. Uh-huh. You see anything else going on that doesn't look right? You put your hands up and say something. Okay. You say stop. You scream it. Okay. Got it. Good. Uh, first time shooting? Yeah, mine too. <laughs> How <laughs> weird is that? You know. Um,
5: <laughs> yeah, hey, me too. We got a lot in common. <laughs> uh,
4: then we did. Uh, uh, I did sight. I have a picture. You have the picture of a sight picture, and I'm holding the firearm, clearing the firearm, having them check it, mm-hmm. showing them the sight picture. Here's the sight picture. You got your sight picture. That's it. I'm holding the gun. We're right. both standing in the lane together. And I'm, they're looking at a picture of a site picture, and I'm pointing to the parts on the firearm that they're looking at on the page. Right. Was this a semi-auto? Semi-auto. W- was that pretty much what everybody was using? All semi-autos was... across the board, it was a combination of Smith & Wesson M&Ps okay. and, and Glock 19s and 17s. Okay. Um, and then from there, hey, here, shake my hand. Boom, boom. That's, that's what you're going to do on the grip. Hold the grip. There you go. Dry fire, click, dry fire, click. Instructors did all the loading uh, unloading all the mag loads mm-hmm. because otherwise we'd be there forever. Right. Right. So once they did a couple of dry fires, all right, I'm putting one round in, come on up here, grab the gun. It's right next to me, grab it. Okay. Good grip. Let me, you stand still. Let me step aside from you behind you. Pull the trigger once. Boom. Oh, ah, okay. I come up, grab the gun while they're holding it on the target. And you just kept changing hands like that while the gun never left
5: the target. Right.
4: One round, one round, three rounds, four rounds, five rounds till we got up to 20 rounds. Nice. Um, they got, uh, you know, it was 20 rounds total. They're, they're looking at the target. It's 10 feet away. There's instant feedback. Wonderful. Let's take a picture together. Oh, my God, this is awesome. Take your target. Um, go outside. They got more free stuff for you outside. Thanks for coming. And you're rocking them through about every, uh, uh, about every seven eight, eight minutes.
5: Wow. That, um, that's fairly comprehensive for yeah. just, you know, sign up and show up. It
4: was. And a woman, you, you, we figured doing the timeline, when it got kind of crowded, they probably had two hours invested into it. Okay. between you know the waiting between stages right. and the briefings right. and all that and the time on the line and then the time they spent afterwards you know walking through the gun store it's a huge benefit for those guys you know oh, yeah. Um, yeah. so you know each gun store put you know a thousand people a day through their through the range
6: you know? Yeah.
4: you know so they made a lot of friends too and then the whole time not politics it was rick's goal was legally armed in detroit nice giving these women the option to protect themselves through the teams if they want to. Taking away that stigma of the gun's the killer, it's not the tool. You know, so Rick did a wonderful job with it. Um, hey, listen, that's uh, Arms Room Radio this segment. Stick around, we got more coming back next segment. In fact, Mr. Todd Fossey from IDS will be with us.
8: Radio. Make your tactical rifle tactic-cool and accessorize it with the latest gear from GunTech USA. Family-owned and operated, GunTech USA manufactures tactical accessories for AR-15 and AR-308 platform-style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality accessories for American Shooting Sports' favorite rifles. Choose GunTech USA for pistol grips, flash hiders, tactical scope mounts, slings, compensators, iron sights, and more. Keep your AR rifle cool under fire with GunTech USA's new free-floating handguards. To so locate a dealer near you order to- to check out their vast selection of parts, accessories, and gun tech swag. Visit GUNTECUSA.com. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or have it done, make your tactical rifle tactical cool. Insist on GunTech USA Parts. GunTech USA, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, the National Rifle Association, and the Wounded Warrior Project. Online at GUNTECUSA.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for 27 years and counting. Hey, everybody,
5: this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. This is Kevin with Arms Room Radio. Need a lawyer? Need a gun? Need some legal advice? This is Earl with Arms Room Radio. You need some knowledge about firearms?
1: Guess where you look. Make sure you check us out this week on Arms Room Radio, or you can check us out anytime at armsroomradio.com.
5: If you miss it, you will never forgive yourself. Well, you might forgive yourself.
3: You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. This segment
5: of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by Guntech USA. For tactical excellence, check them out online at guntechusa.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-USA.com. Hey, welcome
4: back to Arms Room Radio. Coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Location Bravo. Location Bravo. Here we are. Here we are. Back in uh, back in uh, sunny, hot. Really hot Florida, <laughs> with h- lots of humidity. Lots and lots and lots of humidity. It's um, it's uh, how do you explain it to those folks who have never been in this kind of humidity before? It's it's. You take a nice hot shower, okay? Where we are, can mm-hmm. get it all steamy and everything like that. Uh, you know, wash your hair, brush your teeth, do everything else you have to do, um, and then when you step out, uh, just put your clothes on.
5: Yeah. Don't don't worry about the towel. Yeah, don't dry off. Just put your don't drip clothes
4: dry. On. Just 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 put it on, and that's 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 pretty much pretty much what we have going on here uh, all all day every day. Mm-hmm.
10: Uh, and,
4: and when you do it in the winter, it's just cold water. It's <laughs> no different. It's still it's still humid. <laughs> we don't, we don't get the uh, we don't get we don't get the you know nice cool weather like that. So um hey, on the line with us, we have a uh, you know a good friend of the program uh, trying to make it more regular here. So uh, uh, welcome back to the program, Mr. Todd Fossey of IDS. Todd, welcome back to the program.
11: Oh, Michael, great to be here, man. Always a pleasure to talk with you guys.
4: Hey, um, it's always a pleasure to have you back, Todd. Um, like I said, we're trying to make this. We're trying to figure out a schedule so this works for uh, for all of us involved. Uh, you know, the people love here from you, we love having you on the program. And uh, you know, so we're, we're we'll figure this out. We're gonna make we're gonna make this happen. Um, right I don't on. Know How much you caught of the of the, lost seg- of the last segment there? I just got back from Detroit with uh, with fellow mm-hmm. trainer Rick Ector, and he taught. Yeah, I think it was just under two thousand. It was nineteen hundred and thirty-eight women. And, and Todd, this was a fast wow. fire. It was a basic familiarization fire over two days. Mm-hmm. Forty, fifty instructors mm-hmm. uh, each day oh, on the lanes, just knocking each woman out. Probably seven to ten minutes. The best part is Rick's organization is legally armed in Detroit, so Rick could say he got fifteen hundred women laid in Detroit. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> I
6: love
11: it. I, I love the. I love the the sound of all that. I saw you guys posting that online and. Man, it's just such a beautiful sight to see. I I, I have sort of a big soft spot in my heart for women who are, you know, getting out there and getting trained. It's a, it's a, it can be a scary first step for anybody, right? So for them to take that initiative, to get out there to familiarize themselves with a firearm is, Man, it's such a beautiful thing, especially with all of the new, you know, all the new firearms owners out there. And I think like, I read like 40% of new owners are, are women. So I, I'm really, really, I'm really, really excited about that. That's that's great news.
4: This was this was wonderful. This was, and uh, like I said, it was done apolitical. There was no agenda whatsoever. This was Rick Turner. Give them that opportunity to to get over that fear, um, and this was in the suburbs right. of Detroit. We weren't, we weren't we weren't downtown, you know. We weren't, weren't near the you know right. Field or anything like that. And um, it was probably I would say you know ninety percent African American women, um, and they right. were they were they were there to shoot. And again, no agenda whatsoever. They were there to shoot. It right. done. Plenty of them at the end. Uh, you know, guys, they sought more training there. They, I want to get a firearm uh-huh. now, um, because it was presented uh-huh. to them, again, without, without, uh, a political agenda. The, the one thing that we yeah. stopped and talked to a lot of them was that, uh, um, we said, why, why now? Why did you come out to the program? He said, well, I've always wanted to do this. And a lot of them were like, listen, my husband's a cop or a military or security officers, or we have a gun. Um, but mm-hmm. rather than come with them over the years, I've decided I wanted to come do this with a group of people that were at the same skill level. you know, there, So there was no expectation left or right of me. We were all the same. And that's what I wanted to experience. Yes.
11: Well, that's what's so beautiful about the Second Amendment is that it's an inalienable human right that applies to everybody. It doesn't have anything to do with any political agenda whatsoever, right? And so I I, I love I love hearing things like that. I'll be speaking at the 2A rally again this year, and that's the point of the 2A rally is that the Second Amendment is for everybody. And if we don't have the Second Amendment, we don't have any, right? So um, I, I love hearing I love hearing that. Guys, awesome work.
4: It, it was it was good. It was it was it was nice to be a part of it. Now, listen, I wasn't one of the uh, like I said, I wasn't on the range eight hours a day. We were doing this this. Uh, this corny radio thing for half a day, and then it went on the range and and helped for two or three hours doing some relief work. But it was yeah. still, you know, re- rewarding and difficult work. So, um,
11: imagine if that was happening everywhere across the country every weekend.
4: Well, and that was kind of the conversation that 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 came from this because this one, I guess, you know, in 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 you know, being this year and everything that's going on in the world, um, it became the the topic, yeah. amongst those you know, analyzing what was going on around them. And um, it looks like Rick, uh, Rick Ector, there between him and all the other organizations uh, are going to try and find a way to bring this to a city near you. Well, let me know how I can help. For sure. Listen, uh, you know, listen, it's it's not like anybody needs to own a gun or shoot up there in the Minneapolis area. Why would you need that? Nothing going on up there. Right.
6: Man,
11: (laughs) things are... Things are crazy and sideways up here, man. And I don't mean to be an alarmist, but that's just the truth. That's just the, that's just the reality. You know, I, you know me, man. I'm a realist, and I'm all about dropping the truth no matter how uncomfortable it might be. And, you know, unfortunately, we are in the epicenter up here. So we have the same goal and the same objective at IDS is to give good, you know, give good people good training so that they can defend themselves, hearts and home, and you know, defend themselves against tyranny. So we're all on the same team, brother.
4: Let's let's talk that for a minute. Let's talk Minneapolis. Let's because you've been there since well you've been there forever. You know well not forever. I mean you're not that old. Um, but uh, you, you know since this all started with the riots and the looting and everything that's going on, and you've seen yeah. uh, you know the, the stages that it's gone through. And uh, and uh, folks, I promise you, next segment we're going to talk we're going to talk to Todd about about training and training tips. But but since you're there uh, right uh, in, in the epicenter, what? What have you seen in Minneapolis? What has shocked you the most? What's the status of what's going on there now? Because if you watch the news now, well, Minneapolis must have fixed itself because we don't see it anymore.
11: Well, I'm going to talk in, in generalizations, right? But we're going to talk about Minneapolis proper. Um, right. I mean, uh, the police force has been essentially dismantled, and what wow. is left of it is basically non responsive. You know, um, wow. Wow. I can give, uh, I'll just share a quick story with you guys. I'll try, I'll try to make this as brief as I can, but I think it'll make the point there's a friend of mine who's a police officer in, a, in a nearby suburb of Minneapolis proper. And this was just two, two or three weeks ago. They had uh, two men trying to break into their home in the middle of the night and they live in Minneapolis proper. And this is a, this is a SWAT officer by the way, okay. a high speed, low drag SWAT officer. So he Got did it. the smart thing. He barricaded himself and his wife in his bedroom and he, he, he called 911 and gave commands. Now his home is well fortified and he has all the proper security measures in place. So they were unable to actually get into the home even though they tried for a prolonged period of time. It took Minneapolis PD 20 hours to respond. Wait, wait, and he's a fellow, he's a fellow, he's a fellow police officer. What's that?
4: So you said so hours, my- You must've meant minutes, right?
11: No, it was 20 hours. Wow. Oh my gosh. Wow. And then when they showed up, he said, Hey, look, I've got their faces on camera. And they refused to look at the footage and they refused to even file a report for a fellow police officer in a nearby suburb a well-known, like they knew each other.
6: Yeah, yeah. That's and
11: that's, so that's the, yeah, that's the, right. that, that's that's the reality. Quality. So if, imagine if you're not a police officer, right? That's the, a fellow police officer. That's the reality that we're at. We are our own security detail now. And so we need to be trained, not just with how to use a firearm, but all of the other skills that surround the firearm, right? Um, well, that's it. And that's, that's our that's goal at IDF, just to train people to be their own security detail. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Michael. It's, uh, I, I no, talked no, over right. top of you.
4: No, that's all right. we, we we got a, we got about a half second delay going on. I can hear it, so it's no big deal. Um, you're okay. exactly right. It's not just standing on the line using the firearm. And listen, that's 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 great for first day. Um, and then you can get into all your tactics. But now, now wrap this up into defending your home and your family, like you just said. You know, they're they're just the the innocent bystanders here. And and in the is Whoever thinks that I'm going to have to fortify my, fortify my house for a for uh, an invasion of rioters and looters. You know, no, nobody ever planned it's that time to,
11: it's, it's time to start thinking differently. We have to snap out of our denial. We have to snap out of our normalcy bias, right? We have to snap out of our cognitive biases. The, the world around us is not what it used to be. We need to adapt to the world the way that it is, not the way that we wish that it was, right? And so it's time for us to start looking at things differently, and not only looking at things differently, but behaving in a different way. It's time for us to start prioritizing our life in a way where we understand that security for hearth, home, small business, loved ones, and other innocent people, too. is a, And training and preparing for that on a regular, ongoing basis is, a, is just a part of, our, of our, our life plan now.
4: Exactly. Todd, stick around. We come back. We're going to talk some training on how to get prepared. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Could Self self Pistol Studios. We'll see you after the break.
3: You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Got a question for the guys? Well, you can reach them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio live, coast to coast and around the world, with Mike and the Guys and the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios.
1: The following segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by Snag Mag, the premier concealed magazine holster. Check them out today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com.
4: Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios, location Bravo. Hey, on the line with us, we have Mr. Todd Fossey from. Integrative Defense Strategies. That's Integrative Defense Strategies. Check them out there at thisisids.com. Thisisids.com, and he'll tell you where else. But uh, let me bring Todd back in. Uh, Todd, welcome back. Thanks for sticking around through the break. Ah, uh, great to be here. Uh, Todd, um, let, let's try this out. We're gonna, we're trying to figure out the groove here. I, I thought maybe if uh, you gave us, I don't know, your training tip of the week, training tip of the month, whatever you want, whatever you want to do, something that you think the listener. Uh, and everybody else might might need to know. I, I don't know, listen, we're stepping off from what's going on in the world and what's going on in Minneapolis. So, you know, maybe that's a help, maybe that's a lead-in. But uh, this is all you, brother. Take us where you want to take us.
11: Well, it's a huge subject. And when, whenever anybody asks me a topic like this, my mind has a tendency to go blank because it's just, there's just so much <laughs> to talk about. And there's so many things that I want people to not only have an intellectual understanding of but to actually train these skills kinetically right on an ongoing regular basis and so that kind of leads me into the first thing that i would would want to say is make sure that you are getting your daily practice in this is the way that you can ensure that you have a level of unconscious confidence with your kinetic skills and it will build your confidence and then you'll start to graduate into higher and higher levels of sophistication and complexity that's so important uh, you know You guys know I'm a huge proponent of uh, of next-level training CERT products. For those of you out there that are listening, do yourself a favor and pick up a CERT product that's best for you. Single best way that you can train and practice yourself on a regular basis, but make sure you're doing it in a way where you're not creating training scars. Okay, That's important. Make sure that you're practicing in a way that is perfect, as perfect as you can possibly do it. That's the what do you, know, Todd,
4: what, do, you, what but, do you mean by training scars? You mean like when I shoot the gun and I hold the grip too high and then the rail hits me in the thumb? There's a million things that can happen, <laughs> especially when we're talking about complex,
11: complex, fine motor skills, right? Where we can start right. to create bad habits for ourselves in a very, very, very quickly. Okay, so just make sure that you're, very, you're, that you're being very conscientious. Um, and right, they're being very conscientious and
4: deliberate
11: with that practice. And
4: there's a safe way to do that. Let me give you this for training scars, folks. Um, in, in the world of law enforcement, when revolvers were still being used, California Highway Patrol was taught when they dumped the brass out to grab it with their opposite hand and put it in their pocket. Because that way, when we leave the range, we don't have to pick up the brass off the ground and nobody thought anything about that. And they would dump the brass into their hand, put it in their pocket, and leave. There was a shooting, California Highway Patrol, two troopers were killed, and when they went and checked their bodies, um, both of them had empty brass in their back pockets because that's what they had been taught to do.
6: Mm -hmm.
11: Yeah, Uh, uh, on the scientific side of things, for those who are listening that aren't familiar with me, I have a background in neuropsychology, okay? Um, And and, uh, as a human performance coach, and so the, the scientific terminology for this, for those of you who are interested in geeking out, is called a slip and capture error. So you guys want to look up slip and capture error. That's what we're talking about. The sort of the lay terminology for this is is a training scar. So it's important that we're training in a way that is you know, going to be and practicing in a way that's going to be beneficial for us when we're talking about reality, right? If you hear the whole, the whole thing, you know, uh, practice and train like you fight, well, that's, that's what we're talking about, right? Not in a way that's going to be counterproductive to that. Right. The next thing that sort of comes to mind that I think a lot of people overlook, and it's hard for me to sort of overly generalize and simplify this, like I'm going to have trouble sleeping tonight that I couldn't just download everybody with everything, but just <laughs> as a very specific tip, right? I think a lot of people... Um, really underestimate the, the importance of re- weapon retention. Okay? Yeah. Distance yeah. management, dynamic shooting positions and ready positions that are optimal for uh, retention and access, you know, when we're in a critical incident with high probability distances that we're going to be faced with, preemptive retention, in holster weapon retention and out of holster weapon retention and having that as, a, as a, having all of those things as an automatic reflex is absolutely critical because there is such a high probability with the distances that we will be faced with in, in real world critical incidents for citizen defenders there's a very high probability that that weapon can be taken away from you and
4: people Let's really underestimate just
11: how violent and how quickly that happens
4: Let's talk about that. You know, if we're talking about, like we just talked about uh, with the 2,000 shooters in uh, Detroit, first-time shooters, yeah. good weapon retention, what's some, of the, uh, what's some of the things you're looking for on a holster so you can maintain, obviously, the training to keep it in there, but if I'm going to buy a holster off the shelf, what am I looking for?
11: Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. When I, was just, when I, when I saw all those beautiful posts online, right, of all these women training, the first thing that went through my head was, oh, I hope they, they learn how to retain I just, I just kept thinking about it right. over and over with, and I hope that they learn the, you know, not just an intellectual understanding of it, but they actually train these things in. What am I looking for in a holster? First and foremost, I'm looking for a holster that can really take that kind of abuse. Because if someone gets their hands on their hol- on your weapon while it's in your holster, most holsters are just gonna break apart. Yeah. They're just yeah. gonna get, or they're just gonna get torn off of your belt. And the same with your belt, and your belt loops on your pants. People right. don't understand. Once someone goes for your weapon, it's that's lethal intent and it's winner take all. So yeah. I'll just say, like, I'm not a big fan for citizen defenders who are carrying on a regular basis of a level two retention that has, you know, um, a retention button on it. Right. Um, I, I'm not a right. big fan of those for more reasons than I have to get into right now. So just good. <laughs> Solid retention. I, I'm looking for a really strong Kydex holster. I think that's ideal. A really strong yeah. Kydex holster that has good enough retention so that if you hold that weapon upside down in the holster, right, you safely hold it upside down in the holster and you shake it, it doesn't, it doesn't come out. Right? Exactly. So that's, that's, right. a, yeah. that's a really good, real super basic way, but it can't be in there so well that it makes it difficult for you to get the weapon out. Most Kydex holsters have an adjustable retention on them. Okay.
6: Yes.
11: So you got to find that good sweet spot where it's easy enough to get out, but not too easy to get out at the same time. And that it's strong enough to take real violence and real abuse.
4: Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. All right. Go, we got about three minutes left. Kiel, we keep going from there.
11: Um, you know, next thing, you know, sort of off of off of the top of my head, you know, for people is distance management, uh, understanding just how quickly things can happen at specific distances. So let's just take for example Um, 21 feet right it takes an average person a distance uh, it takes an average burst an average person not even an athletic person 1.47 seconds to traverse the distance of 21 feet right that's almost instantaneous now we add on top of that the reactionary gap the average human reaction time is 0.24 seconds and then it takes the average person time to go through what's called the OODA loop, where we're observing, orienting ourselves, and deciding what we're going to do when we're in a critical incident, anywhere from a half a second to 1.4 seconds, right? So now we're yeah. talking about just to get to your holster, and it takes the average person two seconds to draw their weapon. So now we're right. up to three to four seconds, and it takes an average person 1.4 seconds to close 21 feet with an edge weapon or an impact weapon or whatever. So understanding how to manage distance is really important, right? And then understanding how to use your weapon, not only how to shoot your weapon, but how to use your weapon as a deterrent. That's exactly. absolutely okay. important. And understanding the legalities of using your weapon as a deterrent as well.
4: And let's, let's hold it there. Let's hold it there until we, do, uh, until we do the next lesson when we have you back on. Um, sure. And, and then tell everybody until next we have you back on in a couple of weeks, how can everybody follow you and see what you're doing?
11: You know, probably the best way to check us out is on Facebook, Integrative Defense Strategies on Facebook or YouTube. That's a really great way. You can also check okay. me out. I have a playlist on Funker Tactical and also the Personal Defense Network. And then the website for Integrative Defense Strategies is this is IDS We would be honored if you guys would check us out and, um, and and follow us on there and come train with us one day.
4: That's it. This is IDS dot com, folks. Uh... Look, at two to three weeks, we're going to have Todd back on, and he's going to take us to the next lesson. We'll, we'll keep doing this until, uh, until either they throw us off the air or, uh, or, or Todd doesn't want to talk to us anymore. So, you know, <laughs> Looking forward one. to it. Thanks for having me on, guys. Thanks, Todd. Uh, folks, listen to, you're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal St- Steel, Cell Phone Pistol Studios. That's the first hour of the program. Uh, yeah, until we see you next hour, please exercise your second member rights
5: responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. Remember, keep your head on a swivel.
7: The kel Sub-2000 Semi-Automatic Rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity. Not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Caltech. See more at keltecweapons.com.
0: hey greetings to all the patriotic americans this is colonel alan west and you're listening to arms room radio and stand at attention when i'm talking
3: It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios, with Mike, Kevin, and Earl, Concealed Carry, Gun Safety, The Law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. Tweet, message, email, snap, or mind mail with them right now. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast, and around the world. Now, here's Mike.
4: Hey, welcome to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios, location Bravo. My name is Mike. I will uh, do my best to guide you through the rest of the program here. we got about an hour left. I don't do it by myself, folks. You know that. You know that. I have uh, my fellow compatriots with me on my right, the right-hand man, the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome back.
5: His name is Earl. Dr. to
1: Approve memos. Lead a workshop. Remember birthdays.
5: You know, guiding us through the show. Huh? I guess we'd get to find out how good you actually were in that land nav course. Land nav, not so bad.
4: Not so bad. Could do pretty good there. Could do, pretty good. Could do land nav, air nav, boat nav. You know, I'm pretty good pretty good with the navin. you know. Now what's at the other end? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You just just give me the point on the map, I'll, I'll get us there. Right? Yeah. You know, whether it's a bust when we get there or not, you know. I don't know if there's a pot of gold. I don't know if there's I don't know. I don't know what we got. I don't know if there's a, a troll bridge. I have no idea. I'm just I just know how to get us there. That's that's all I can do. Uh, hey, on his uh, on his left, on my left, would normally be the courtroom Assassin, the Illegal Ninja, Maximum Effort, Attorney Kevin Maxwell. Kevin's not with us. He's helping a friend, uh, move this weekend. So if you need to get a hold of, uh, Attorney Kevin Maxwell, go to Max Law Orlando for all of your legal and moving needs. And, uh, he can, he can,
10: <laughs> he can hey,
4: have truck, will travel, you know, that's <laughs> it. Hey you need a lawyer? Give him a call. need help moving. Give him a call there valley max law orlando I don't know what his rates are. You probably don't want his moving rates. His moving rates are something like four hundred dollars an hour so.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> but on the flip side, you'd get him as a lawyer with a truck for fifty bucks. yeah <laughs> so it's uh he Kevin is not with us he's helping he's helping a friend this weekend um you know, you know, so many little things we try to do. First segments of the program, uh, or first segment of the hour, I should say. Uh, maybe Goodyear. Goodyear going. Should we talk Goodyear first?
6: year.
4: Yeah. Tires ain't pretty. <laughs>
6: in
4: a in a bad year, Goodyear, unlike Jeffrey Epstein, killed themselves. <laughs> they they just oh yeah. They just found a way to. And, and once again, it wasn't one of those accidental self killings. This was one of those, they shot and killed themselves over three days once a day. Uh, if, folks, if you're not following, and had not seen this story, I believe it was out of the uh, Topeka, Kansas uh, facility. They were having their, I don't know, annual, semi-annual human uh, resources training, slideshow going on. You got the old uh, PowerPoint up on the wall, and the slide came up, and it said it had acceptable clothing and slogans that they could wear yeah. and not acceptable. On the acceptable side was the Black Lives Matter, the defund the police, uh, and that kind of, you know, nonsense. And on the unacceptable side was All Lives Matter, Back the Blue. Uh, It's just ridiculous. Uh, You know, and you get a lot of these human resource people that completely overreact, which is why this country is in where it is right now. Uh, And... I guess they, uh, there's a guy in there who took, uh, you know, obsession to it. Excuse me. He took exception to it and took a photograph. It went a little viral. Uh, Goodyear corporate came out and said, hey, looking into this, that's not our policy. That's not what we meant. Uh, then then some audio came out. And, and it was pretty clear. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that they, uh, they, they were, this was what the, the boat they meant to, at the BN. They put themselves in this boat and paddled right out in the middle and said, look at us, look at us, you know. Uh, and, and then uh, corporate again, excuse me, Goodyear again, took a look at it and said, okay, not what we meant. <laughs> uh, checking it out right now. And then finally, uh, um, I guess the president got involved. Oh, yeah. And said, uh, as well as many, many law enforcement agencies from around the country. And if you've never taken a look at it, the standard tire on a police car, is a Goodyear Eagle GT. Uh, and it has been for 25, 30 years since those tires came out. It's on the, all the police packages and all the cars, and it's on all the cars when you buy them aftermarket, and when you buy the tires you know, for replacement on the vehicles. So the police department started saying, what are we buying tires from these guys for? There's other tire companies out there.
10: You know, yeah, and if their policy
4: is going to be that, you know, we, you know, we believe in equality, well, guess what? We're. At least, where I said we're going to equally buy tires
5: from somewhere else. Yeah, there's quite a few other companies out there that, arguably, are just as good. Exactly right. Exactly right. So then the uh, big,
4: the big boss, the CEO, came down, and and said, it was basically an apology, non-apology, a non-apology, ah, apology. Okay. One of those, explaining it. Listen, it, it, here's what here's what gets me over all of this, and you see all of this. You know, justice media crap, whatever it's called, social media justice crap. That you know, that's all over the country. It's getting the. You know, you just heard from Todd talking about you know just his hometown of Minneapolis is burning down. Detroit is it, it, has half gone. Portland and Seattle, you might as well write off all these Democrat-controlled cities. And those politicians are willing to let those cities be destroyed in order to make a point. You know, and and, and try to win an election. Uh, it, it absolutely just. You know, uh, mind-boggling. A- a- anyway, you've got those those organizations out there that have said defund um, the police, Goodyear being one of them now. They're okay with that. Uh, you know, they're, they're, they're okay with backing a domestic terrorist organization. Um, you've got uh, uh, Goya, who visited the president. And here's mm-hmm. what I want to say. You know, you get AOC, that uh, ridiculous chick there out of the Bronx. She says... Well, the president of uh, Goya, the Spanish food company, went and visited uh, President Trump. We should boycott them. What happened to, what happened to Goya products? <laughs> they flew off the shelves. Flew off the shelves. Their profits went through the roof, and uh, you can't even find it. It's just now making it back to shelves. Uh, you've got Goodyear Tire, a huge company in this country, and they come out with this crap that they back, uh, the terrorist organization, killing cops and everything else. And I'm sorry, if you're back BLM, that's what you're back. Uh, otherwise, all lives are equal. And you can't redefine my word all. All means all lives. It's meant all since the day all was created. Okay, Includes yeah. black, includes white, includes everybody else. Mm-hmm. Now, if you think me saying all lives matter is a racist statement, reach over right now and turn your radio station. Listen to somebody else. Because you're not going to get different from me or from Earl. Oh, no, no. Uh-huh. Uh, but Goodyear stock went in the tank. <laughs> it, w- it went down. So oh, when yeah. all of you... Liberals, lefties, and, and listen to you folks. You're not you're, you're not liberal lefty. Listen, listen to us. I know that. But when all those liberal lefties pull this nonsense out, well, we're a boycott. We'll do this. How many times do you have to watch it backfire on yourself? How many times do you have to watch Goya put a, an extra billion dollars in their pocket because AOC said something stupid? How many times you're gonna watch Goodyear go in a tank because they said they backed defunding the police and they black they back BLM and now police cars are going around with you know you know, Cooper tires on or or Michelin or whatever the heck it happens to be. Yeah, you know, you're good you're down to drain because you're ignorant. Because oh, you're yeah. ignorant and you and you want to play stupid and, games.
5: And the thing is, is you wanna have that opinion, have that opinion. But just stick to your job. Make tires. Yeah. Yeah, exactly right. You listen to Arms room Radio, come until after the ideal concealed self-pistol
4: studios, be back after the break.
10: 425-454-7012. That's
3: 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the ideal concealed cell phone pistol studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast-to-coast and around the world. Now, here's Mike. The following segment is brought to you by Boundary Oak Distillery.
1: Do you like bourbon? Do you like America? Then you're going to love Boundary Oak Distillery. Check them out today at BoundaryOakDistillery.com.
4: Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed. Cell phone Pistol Studios location bravo bravo here we are you know we talked a couple of uh, maybe some months this is years ago, a year ago, Earl remember the uh, in California remember Freedom Week in California yeah yeah well Freedom Week in California might be coming back again all right might be Freedom Day might be Freedom Week might be Freedom forever hopefully we shall find out we shall find out uh, folks Freedom Week was uh, in California they've had a, they've had a mag band since uh, forever 89 90 91 somewhere around there i believe it was it was after the north hollywood shootout uh the when they started going through uh uh blaming the guns not the criminals with the machine guns and yeah, the uh, exactly. uh and the uh, and the body armor you know so they started banning the firearms and it's kind of weird because the police went into the gun stores to basically steal guns to use to defend against the bad guys who had the stolen guns yeah so yeah it's, exactly it's, Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but but the, the irony in that is lost. Uh, um, we have um, uh, a, a ban. They ban on standard capacity magazines. If it, right. if, it, if it held ten or more, or more than ten, you couldn't have them. Well, if you have anything beyond, I don't know, a revolver, you know, or a Walter PPK, you know, a James Bond kind of gun, yeah. you've got you've got a magazine or a gun that holds more than ten rounds of ammo, exactly. uh, and that's the standard capacity. AR is what? 30. 30 rounds. You know, 30 rounds on a rifle, you know? So that, that's the way Eugene Stoner designed it. Yep, yep, just exactly right. Um, well, it's happened again. Uh, after they had Freedom Week, there was, a, there was a judge there, a singular judge, who uh, who said, you know, this ban's illegal. And it went into a place for about, and he said, it's, it's I shoot it down. It's done. The ban is gone. And it was one week where it took the state of California, their attorney general out there, enough time to file another uh, uh, you know, motion to get uh, an injunction in place mm-hmm. to have it reinstated. So for six days out there, seven days out there. Um, well, you remember the numbers? We did we did the math People on this. People were
5: going yeah. crazy. Yeah, truckloads and truckloads of magazines were going into California.
4: I think we did the math on it that time, um, and it was eleven fifty-three foot tractor trailers full of magpole magazine. Yeah, I think that so. went into there. How how much how much weight's a fifty-three? A big-sized a big rig, how much weight does one well, of those carry? The standard, they can gross out at 80,000 pounds. That's, okay. that's
5: combining yeah. the vehicle itself and the cargo.
4: So we were looking at basically a million pounds of magazines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, went, that went out there. A million pounds. That's a lot of magazines, folks. Yeah. That's a lot of magazines. So uh, so they, they went out there, and uh, now this is happening again. We have Second Amendment Foundation today. Is, uh, this past week, hailing a ruling by a three-judge three judge panel in the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals. Uh, on California's so-called large-capacity bag. Now, this is what had happened. You had the individual judge saying, no, this ban is illegal. They shot it down. The state came in and said, no, no, we would like the law to be temporarily in, back in place until we get their appeals done. So it was appealed to a three-judge panel. Okay. And the three judges said, mm, still not a legal law.
6: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're, shooting,
4: we're shooting it down again. Now, nobody has said yet whether or not this opens up another Freedom Week. Uh, there's been no clarification from the court unlike the last judge who said it's illegal and you could start buying today these three judge panel just said it's illegal right they didn't say it's okay there's you you know you can start doing this right now so um, I guess they're seeking that clarification in the meantime the state of California uh, is trying to determine what they're going to do how quick do they respond because if this guy has just said it's not, if this three-judge panel, uh, led by judge, Circuit Judge Kenneth K. Lee, uh, he wrote the, uh, the majority opinion there, uh, if he decides that it's okay for them to buy firearms, then the state will have to come back and say, we appeal again. Now, listen, this three-judge panel may say no, or they might go to another judge because it is California and get somebody else to oh, say yeah. okay, um, but from here, if California appeals... Uh, then it goes to uh, what they call it, en banc, uh, E N B A N C. Um, it goes to the 11 judge panel, okay, uh, and then from there uh, it becomes a, a binding. You know, be, beyond that is it's got a, it becomes a Supreme Court case. Uh, you know, the, so you've got two levels left here before you go to Supreme Court. Um, it, it, there, there are there, like I said before, there is still some there's still some issue here about can they buy. Um, there's still, you know, we we do not know if California will be appealing this or not. And um, my feeling is California is waiting to get a more specific answer to are you are you are you banning our ban,
6: you know,
4: <laughs> 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 before they you know because why go get another injunction if you if you've just said it's illegal is one thing. If you're telling people they can go buy fire or buy the magazines, that's a separate thing. Right. So, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're stuck in the middle at the moment. But these standard capacity magazines, once again, have been ruled to be legal. They have ruled to be legal. Nice. Uh, question I, I got asked uh, when we, wanted, we were talking about this uh, this past weekend or during the week is, oh, what is this? Does this mean I can buy magazines in New Jersey now? Now, this is the Ninth Circuit. This is, this is the Western Circuit. Um, this would have to go to Supreme Court. Uh, and Supreme Court would have to rule on it for it to be uh, the law of the land. Right Right now this applies to the Ninth Circuit. Now, let's say an East Coast court, New Jersey, Maryland, someplace that has a magazine, New York, um, they could cite this case as, you know, like parallel evidence kind of thing. You know, here you go. Well, in, in California, they've already answered this question. And a judge can look at that and go, we're not California. Or the judge can look at that and go,
5: you're right. It's already been decided.
6: Mm-hmm.
5: Um, so it it could set a legal precedent, depending on how how strict the, the correct the judge wanted to be.
4: Correct, correct. Yeah. So and you know how that's going to break down. That's going to break down to uh, uh, the the politics of the judge. Oh yeah, the politics of the judge. So um, you know, one place where uh, large capacity magazines are still banned. Um, although it seems like the band guys have no problem getting them.
5: Oh yeah, is, uh, no, of course
4: not. Is the city of Chicago? Yeah, uh-huh. Chicago. It's my kind of town. <laughs> um, you know, during the summer they have uh, bullet plows instead of snow plows.
5: Pretty much. Yeah, uh, we rush Pretty to much. push
4: the bullets off the street. I just saw another ridiculous shootings there this week. One hundred nine shootings there in the past week, or wow. something like that. Absolutely, absolutely ridiculous.
5: Clearly, the the African American citizens of Chicago. Totally agree. Yeah, black (laughs) lives do matter. Yeah.
4: Yeah, because they continue to kill each other Uh at an alarming rate. Uh, And, and again, listen, there's a – let me see uh, if I can tell you what the website is. If you go to Hey, Jack, and don't spell – it's butt, but it's a three-letter word, A-S-S. So if you go to HeyJackASS.com, you can see all the real-time statistics for violence and shooting and crimes in Chicago. Mm. Um, That's the up-to-date one, and it's a – uh it's it's a great graphic. It's great it's great site. It's graphically depicted with charts, not graphically like here's a picture of a dude that was shot. Not not, right, not, not right, that right, kind of graphic. Right. No. Put
5: puts, puts it in a nice fl- flow chart. There you go. Looks like reading the USA relation. Today. Yeah, 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 exactly right.
4: Um, Chicago mayor who can't contain rioting elsewhere bans protests from her block. We talked to Major Bill last week, two weeks ago about was it the mayor in Seattle who uh they, they did not want the protesters in front of the mayor's house. And remember, the major and I had a difference of opinion on it. Right. Um, and neither one of us shot each other, by the way. <laughs> all we did was disagree. Um, he says that, uh, you know, he, he doesn't think that people should be allowed to go in front of the politician's house to protest. Um, I said, as long as it's just that, a peaceful protest, I'd have a problem with it. You know, not blocking traffic, not, you know, tearing up the yard, not shouting obscenities. Just going to stand out there and hold a sign. I think that's the right of the people to do because the decision that the mayor makes applies at home and at work. Um, the major's decision was a little different. Again, cool, no big deal. Well, in Chicago, and and, and she's a you know Mayor Lori Lightfoot. If you've uh, she's the most I, I don't know. She it's 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 Indiana and Iowa's fault uh, and Michigan's fault that Chicago has crime. Yeah, oh, yeah, because. Yeah. People it's, bring the guns in from other jurisdictions. Yeah, it's, a, it's
5: the surrounding states that, the, yeah. re- the reason
4: Chicago has so many firearms. She's decided that um, because her life is a threat um, and people are threatened to protest in front of her home, that she's going to put 140 police officers. Um, I'm sure that's shift work. It's probably not all 140 at the same time. Yeah, But now
5: they're protecting her at her house, uh,
4: so nobody can protest
5: in front of her house. Yeah, what, what gets me is how she has the gall to say... I have a right to make sure that my home is secure. What
4: about everyone else? Well, that's the problem with a Democrat, Earl. They think that the government's money is their money, and they can do whatever they want. They're privileged. They're privileged. They can do what they want. Hey, you're listening to Arms Room Radio. Coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. We get back. Major Bill.
5: Hey, everybody, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. This is Kevin with Arms Room Radio. Need a lawyer? Need a gun? Need some legal advice? This is Earl with Arms Room Radio. You need some knowledge about firearms? Guess where you look. Make sure you check us out this week on Arms
1: Room Radio, or you can check us out anytime at armsroomradio.com. If you miss it, you
5: will never forgive yourself. Well, you might forgive
8: yourself. Make your tactical rifle tactical and accessorize it with the latest gear from GunTech USA. Family-owned and operated, GunTech USA manufactures tactical accessories for AR-15 and AR-308 platform-style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality accessories for American Shooting Sports' favorite rifles. Choose GunTech USA for pistol grips, flash. high Tactical scope mounts, slings, compensators, iron sights, and more. Keep your AR rifle cool under fire with GunTech USA's new free-floating handguards. To locate a dealer near you or to check out their vast selection of parts, accessories, and GunTech swag, visit guntecusa.com. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or have it done, make your tactical rifle tactical cool. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech USA, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, the National Rifle Association, and the Wounded Warrior Project. Online at guntecusa.com. Gun Tech USA, defining tactical excellence for 27 years and counting.
3: You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast, and around the world. Now, here's Earl.
5: The Fallen Heroes segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Tristan H. Southworth died
4: August 22nd. 2010, serving during Operation Enduring Freedom. Southworth, 21, of West Danville, Vermont, was assigned to the 172nd Infantry Regiment, 86th Infantry Brigade Combat Team, Jericho, Vermont. Southworth was killed in action in the Jalil district of Paktia province, Afghanistan, of wounds sustained when insurgents attacked his unit with small arms and rocket propelled grenade fire. The troops were out on a patrol in a mountainous area near the Pakistani border. There was an operation to advance in an area of known insurgents. They came under attack from quite large number of insurgents, and that's when both of our Vermonters were killed, said Major General Michael Duby. Firefight lasted about two hours. Southward was trying to extricate another soldier when he was mortally wounded, an action that reflects great credit on himself and the unit for courage under fire. Also killed was Sergeant Stephen J. Deluzio, 25, of South Glastonbury, Connecticut. Gentlemen, you are not forgotten.
5: If you or a family member or a friend have any legal issues whatsoever, feel free to give me a call at 407-480-2179 or on my cell at 407-467-4960 and I will do everything I can to see if you can get the answers you need for your friends or family. Or yourself to whatever your legal issue is
4: thank you kevin thank you for again sponsoring a uh, fallen hero segments of the program folks if you know somebody you'd like to hear on here whether it's a you know family member friend, something you've seen on TV read the uh, read the book reach out to us armsroomradiocom slash uh, uh, our uh, facebook.com slash arm radio is the easiest way yep send us a message there Hey on the line with us we have the chief law enforcement officer of Arms Room Radio please welcome back to the program Major Bill Ground control to Major
0: Bill Hey hey guys how's everybody doing this Ground week
1: control to
4: Major Bill. Not too shabby sir not too shabby how are things in the world of uh, of in the majority <laughs> Uh
0: well you know things keep twisting and turning uh you know, we we got the pandemic, we got a storm, we got uh, voting. Uh, there's already allegations of, uh, you know, the issues with the the mail-in ballots, and uh, so you know, it's just a typical day uh, in South Florida.
4: I saw that the storms, the two storms, might combine and create a superstorm.
0: <laughs>
4: yes, a
0: superstorm. <laughs> well, you know, as long as it uh, it steers away from South Florida, I, I'll be okay with that. Uh, not yeah, happy yeah. for where it would it would hit, uh, but you know it's not going to be here. So just being a bit selfish on that part.
4: I hear they need plenty of rain in Middle Tennessee. So <laughs> glad for me, Such <laughs> so for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I mean, it's amazing. You know, you, you hear about hurricanes coming in Florida, and we're just like, Meh, don't care. Yet I still got friends yeah. up in the in Connecticut that are without power from the storm two weeks ago. You know? Oh, it's it's <laughs> less
5: than three. Exactly. Yeah.
4: Whatever. Yeah. It's Tuesday. it's Tuesday. Exactly right. Uh, so, Major, uh, how, are, how are things today? Uh, and I'm sure you have something for us.
0: Yes, yes. Uh, you know, it would have been serious the last couple of weeks. Uh, so uh, I've been digging around, and I found a Florida story. Uh, but Oh, boy. It's it's the uh, not Florida man, but Florida woman. So
4: Well, that's even worse. Uh, I think that's even worse. Uh, oh I really do. Yeah,
0: yeah. Mm. And on top of it, it involves the Florida Keys and an attorney. So, oh boy! You know,
4: <laughs> I sense a three-part miniseries.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, this this, this may take a while. Uh, you know, listen. There are 67 counties in Florida, and you know, if you're going to run from the police, the county you don't want to do it in
10: is Monroe
0: <laughs> County, the Florida Keys. Yeah. and you know, yep. they they. Because they do a good job, but you have nowhere to go. You can go it north, and you can go south. And eventually, if you oh, go a little south off. long enough, you'll run out of south. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah.
6: yeah. yeah. Very true. So Very true. a uh,
0: an attorney was uh, uh, arrested for leading uh, Monroe County Sheriff's Office on a high-speed chase. Uh, Rena Patel Sanders uh, was clocked on radar doing 80 and a 45, uh, which...
4: That to huge. me is amazing. You it is? Yeah. Anybody, if you get who, up to eighty miles an hour in yeah. the Keys, that's huge. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is.
0: There, there must have been, you know, not an accident on US one somewhere. Yeah.
4: Uh,
0: <laughs> right, so, right. So, so she had the distance to do that. So you know, the deputy uh, gets in behind her, uh, hits the old uh, red and blues on, on on top of the car there, and uh, Miss Sanders decided, meh, I'm not going <laughs> to stop, and she accelerates. So. Eventually, they do get her stopped and uh, they, they get her out of the car and they, they place her under arrest. And the this report said that she had no odor of alcoholic beverage emitting from her breath. Eyes were bloodshot and glassy. She didn't have well sense of balance. Uh, inventory search, incident to arrest. Got to make sure I use the proper terminology there. That's uh, it. That's came right. up with some marijuana waste gummies uh, that she had possession.
8: Yeah, yep.
0: marijuana. So, you know, <laughs> the old gummy worms. Uh, yeah, yep. So they take her to uh, one of the substations there, and they're they're booking her, and she has a deputy. Uh, well, what am I going back to my hotel? And um, <laughs> the the deputy
2: responds, kind of forward of her, isn't
0: it?" Uh, <laughs> uh, we have a hotel for you to go to. It may not be <laughs> your hotel, but
4: we like have a the Gray Bar.
0: <laughs> yeah, the Gray Bar, the Gray Bar, or the Golden Star. You know, the, the, we have two different ones. Uh, <laughs> That's in, right. In in uh in Florida, so. So they, uh she says, Well, you no, know, I'm going back to my hotel. And uh hey uh why don't we all go for pizza? <laughs>
4: um, I'm buying.
0: Uh, no. Yeah, yeah know, but she said that she you know, well if let's go out for pizza. And no, you're gonna get a green bologna sandwich um at <laughs> the, the Gray Bar hotel. You're not getting your pizza. Uh so she uh she was booked in and the above the law, which is uh, the 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 news agency that that was following the story and reported it, uh, reached out to her and to get a statement, and she said, "You know, I, I have nothing to say other than I'm effing innocent. How about that?
6: <laughs> well,
0: that's <laughs> the kind of statement you want to give to the press. Okay, <laughs> well, that, that's what they published.
4: So, you know, they they had a, they had an earlier uh, release from her." Um, they asked her where, what, what she thought, and she said, How you boys like Mexico? Woo! <laughs>
6: <laughs>
0: that's true. That's true. Uh, she said that, you know, not to worry, she works for a big law firm, and she knows how to get stuff done. Uh, so I don't know if she was trying to threaten the deputy or, you know, saying that, you know, this is just going to be swept away and nothing's going to be done with it. Uh, so later on that day, they talked to her in the morning, and she gave that statement. Well, then later on, she calls back and says, "Yeah, you guys uh, called me or you're trying to get a hold of me in for something? Um, <laughs> we already spoke to you. So don't know if uh, she had some more of those gummy worms and we didn't know about <laughs> it uh, or what have you. But, you know, it, I'd like to see how this is going to uh, to pan out. Uh, I think I'll go on the court of the courts and see uh, see how this case progresses. But, you know, this is uh, Florida, and you can never be sure what you're going to get.
4: Well, I, you know, read through the story here, uh, she does work for a big law firm in Broward County. Well, well she did. <laughs> because you go yeah. on the,
0: their website, she's been completely yeah. scrubbed off the website. She
4: was a partner.
0: Uh, right. But, but I think basically your services are no longer needed.
4: And now she's just apart from them. She's just, she's gone. Yes, she's yes, she's, she gone. she's gone. Bye-bye. Just just like that. Yeah. Well, that's uh, You know, when when you when you had when you sent this story to me, and, and and the story came across on, lawyer takes police on high speed chase. I was like, "Where's Kevin? Does anybody know where Kevin is right now?" Before I even open the story up, do we know where Kevin is? As
0: soon as I, Earl, as soon as I sent the story to him, I mean, you already start. You already saw the bubbles come up, and said, "Okay, where's Kevin?"
4: <laughs> <So>. <laughs>
5: Gotta call him. Yeah, I, I don't
4: doubt that. Gotta make sure he's all right. Gotta make sure. to make sure. Because Kevin, you know, if Kevin had the police on a high speed chase, he'd call us. He'd, oh, he'd yeah. call us. Put it on there. Yeah. But he wouldn't tell us. You'd hear the sirens in the background. Be like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Ah, nothing. I'm just driving. I'm just, <laughs> I got something yeah. to do. Just something. Something else will take care." With of. with
0: when you look at it, with Kevin, he, you know, did he invite them in the car? Hey, come on. And <laughs> uh, you know, then take off yeah. with the officer.
4: Crazy, crazy. Well, listen, it's a. Uh, Please having to do with chase is, is nothing. Uh, nothing to laugh about. So, uh, uh, Major, you and everybody else, please stay safe. Absolutely, all my brothers
0: and sisters in blue. Remember, wear your vest, wear your seatbelt, check your sick. Always go home at the end of your shift. You listen to Arm's room radio. Coming to you live from the ideal concealed cell Phone pistol studios. The guys will see you right after
2: the break.
7: The Kel-Tec PMR-30 is no run-of-the-mill mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Kel-Tec. See more at kel
3: You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast, and around the world. Now, here's Earl.
1: The following segment is brought to you by Snag Mag. Snag Mag is the premier concealment holster for your magazine. Check them out today at
4: snagmag.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the idea of to conceal a cell phone pistol studio's location. Bravo. Last segment of the show. Already? Just keeps coming up all the time, just like this, every day. Um, There are so much, so many ways we can go right now. We've got so many many topics. There's one that just pops up on the top of my uh, topic list here is Hasbro water gun recall over lead concerns. How ironic that they have a water gun that can shoot lead.
5: <laughs> uh, you're probably okay. Just don't <laughs> lick it. Yeah, don't, don't lick the water gun. Don't lick it, kid. Don't lick it.
4: Uh, let's see what else we've got going on here. We've got a uh, Brooklyn lawmaker wants state to toughen laws that would hold gun makers accountable for violence. Sorry, buddy. There's already, there already a federal law against that, so yeah. can't have that. No, but nobody uh, goes to the car manufacturers about drunk nope. drivers. Exactly right, exactly right. Gun sales have hit record highs. Uh, will it change how Americans vote? Well, you know what? That's actually someplace we could, we could talk about for just a moment. Is, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, they're, they're estimating, uh, you know, I think it was 26 million we looked at last week. Um, and,
5: since, and since the beginning of the year, it's 80 million, perhaps up to 80 million guns being purchased. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember the numbers, what sticks in my mind. Ever since we kept tra- started keeping track of the amount of sales, We've set the record every time. Every time, yeah. Every
4: day. Uh, so you've got um, uh, you've, you've got more people with firearms now. Whether they're buying it for personal protection, sticking it in the safe, at some point in their brain, they have to say to themselves, "Okay, uh, maybe they're not a gun guy. Maybe they don't want an assault weapon." You know. Uh, well, they, but maybe they, they haven't
5: joined the military, so that's how you get an assault Co-correct, weapon.
4: Correct, correct. You know, so yeah. They
5: haven't they they drank the Kool-Aid. Right. You know, they, don't,
4: they don't want one of those evil assault weapons. They just want a firearm to protect themselves. Maybe that doesn't make them a Second Amendment hardliner. But they have to realize, I'm buying this gun because these Democrat-controlled cities are out of control, mm-hmm. and I need to be able to protect myself. So I'm going to go use these Second Amendment rights that I've never used before. Yep. So at some point, I would think that that's got to make them
5: at a minimum re-examine their vote. Oh, yeah. I mean, yep. I, that's what I look at is just, just turn on the nightly news. Yep. I, I don't need to preach to you at all yep. about the advantages of personal gun ownership. Look what's going on around this country. Granted, you may be blessed and it's not going on in your hometown, right now yeah but it could be yeah yeah absolutely right and and depending upon who you vote for if you're one of these people that have gone out and made a new purchase depending on who you vote for as soon as you cast your vote you have made you have quite possibly made yourself a criminal yeah Yeah, because
4: you took a, a legally owned firearm uh, and then somebody made a law that made you uh, a felon. Yep. And now you used it to protect yourself, and uh, well, I'm just protecting myself. Well, yeah, guess what? Yeah, guess what? You know, uh, uh, elections have consequences. You know, exactly. And we're seeing that. So, uh, let's talk about the uh, Washington State federal judge. Here's challenge to state gun law, barring youth, uh, young adults from uh, from buying semi-automatic rifles. Um, I believe this is from uh, the initiative. What was it? I 1639. Was that? Is that I what it think was? so. Yeah. Um, Federal Judge of Tacoma heard arguments this past Tuesday about a provision in state law bars young adults age 18 to 20 from purchasing semi automatic rifles, even though they are allowed to still possess the weapons for self defense in their homes or places of business and for hunting, target shooting, and other lawful purposes. Um, we've seen this here in uh, the state of Florida. We saw this in many of the states where we had the knee jerk reaction to the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School shooting in Parkland, Florida. Yes. Uh, because uh, the, uh, uh, the, the knucklebrain down there, the, no, the, the, sh- the shooter. N- n- not not knucklebrain, criminal. Yeah, he was, he was 19 mm-hmm. at the time of the shooting. Now, uh, rather than say, I don't know, um, had the FBI, the Obama-controlled FBI, uh-huh. done their job because they had identified him as a threat and perhaps gone to him and interviewed him and find out that he was, what's the word I'm looking for, a psychopath,
5: yeah, um, a criminal psychopath. Uh, they found out the, the Obama-supporting sheriff. Oh boy, that had yeah. visited his home yeah. thirty-nine times and made no arrests.
4: Yep, yeah. but he did provide incredible leadership.
5: Oh yeah, he did yeah.
4: provide incredible and, and training. Yeah. Uh, so, oh, by the way, that guy uh, Scott Israel just lost. He was running again for sheriff. Uh-huh. Lost the primary. Yep. Yeah. The only bad news is the guy that's in there now, uh, another crackpot, mm-hmm. another anti-gun, you know, ass clown. Mm-hmm. So. Um, so Broward loses either way. If you're in Broward and you're listening to us right now, uh, go west. I'll just say
6: that.
4: <laughs> North is Palm Beach, south is Dade. Go west. Head out towards Hendry County. Go, go oh, out that way. Head west, young man. Head west. Uh, get 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 out now. Get out now. Uh, so you uh you got the guy down there, you know, who uh, the sheriff, like you said, visited several times. This guy should never have had a rifle in the first place. Right. So how do they how do they stop this from occurring again? Well. Let's take all
5: of those that can legally own one and make them criminals. Right. Every, everybody is, is attacking the tools of the system and the system itself yeah. when they're not realizing the system isn't being utilized the way, it was, uh, it's, way it's designed to. Right. Uh, I remember I'm um, dating myself a little bit in high school uh, computer programming. Uh, the teacher also, always uh, told us, garbage in, garbage out. If you don't use the system the way it was designed, it's not going to work. And no, the system isn't broken or flawed. It needs information and and input to work the way it's supposed to. Exactly right. There we had laws in place, procedures
4: in place, to keep somebody with his background, with with his uh, mindset, with his record from owning the firearms. Well, that system failed. So what do we do? Let's create a law. That takes the guns away from those that are
5: obeying the system, that are doing the right thing. Right, and, and granted, I'm not talking about these new red flag laws everybody's talking correct, about. Correct. I'm talking about the legal system that's been in place for decades.
4: Yeah, yeah if you've been committed, you shouldn't have a firearm. Yeah. If you've had 39 contacts with law enforcement and the FBI has got you on their watch list,
5: you shouldn't have a firearm. If you've made okay. verbal and written threats yeah. of physical harm to your Uh, fellow students.
4: Yeah, no. Let me say this. I'm not talking about taking somebody's rights away from them without a conviction. What Earl said was the sheriff's office visited his home 39 times because of the sheriff's relationship with the past president.
6: Mm -hmm. In order
4: for them to get more grant money, they turned their backs on crimes being committed by juveniles. Yes. If he had been charged with those crimes, rather than the sheriff's office padding their stats and getting more money from the feds, he never would have been allowed to possess a firearm because he bought a firearm at a gun store. Yes. And if he had been charged with those crimes
5: as a juvenile uh, mm-hmm. and had
4: those mental health issues
5: brought before the court, he never would have been allowed to legally purchase a firearm. Right. That, that information yeah. would have been entered into the, the current in-place legal system, thus preventing him to pass the background check.
4: Correct. So 1639 being an offshoot of, the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School Act in Florida, the same thing, the same thing these were written, all, all Bloomberg sponsored items, is now going to be challenged in the state of Washington. Mm-hmm. Um, luckily, they have, a, they have a method to do that. And uh, in, in Florida, where the law first came about, the only way to do that is to create a new law that says that law doesn't, is no good anymore. They just repeal the law. Um, and so, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see what goes on. We know it's crap. We know that an 18 to 20 year old, at some point, right now is standing out there uh, without, without home defense, right? Without home defense, you know? Uh, Listen, I don't, I'm here. uh, I got an apartment. I'm in college. uh, My girlfriend's pregnant. uh, She's living with me. I don't know anybody here. I can't go do a personal gun sale. Nobody's going to sell me a personal gun sale. I don't know anybody here. I want to walk into a gun store and buy a gun. I'm sorry, sir. You're 19 years old. You're 20 years old. You can't be trusted.
5: Right. Exactly. But you, you can, you can join the military and they'll, and they'll, qualify you and hand you a machine yeah. gun yeah
4: yeah you can have a driver's license you can pay insurance you can vote You're an adult in every other way there is but uh not in this way you know we just we just don't we just don't trust you yeah no yeah. trust you don't trust you well that's uh that's this uh this uh, second hour of the program uh folks we're glad you could join us um please check out our friend uh, mr todd fossey, fossey there at uh, ids tactical that's or it's ids it's a integrative defense strategies go to this is ids.com this is ids.com I thank Major Bill for calling in with the, <laughs> the Florida woman story.
6: So, <laughs> thank you, thank you for that. And, uh, and and Earl,
4: thank you for thank you for joining us yeah. to post uh, eye surgery. So, yep. uh, it's always a pleasure, um, folks. Until next week, uh, and we should have uh, we should have the legal eagle back with us until next week. Please exercise your second amendment rights
5: responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. Remember, keep your head on a swivel.